Hey guys, thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Discover. I'm your host, Isaiah Bacadano, and we're super excited to keep doing this continuously. Uh, like I said before in the first episode, it's been really, uh, honestly, a big dream for me to do a podcast and honestly, finally getting into the depths of actually doing it. And man, it's just uh, a dream come true for me, honestly. Uh, if you guys haven't checked the first episode or the intro episode of just to know what the podcast is about, please do so. And we did go through Romans 1, chapter 1, verses uh, 1 through 7. Uh, so if you guys haven't gone through those, go ahead and please do that. And we're just going to continue doing this uh and just continue to see Jesus in every single verse. Um, also, before I continue, I want to just mention that we are actually on Instagram, Facebook, on YouTube, uh, obviously uh, Spotify and iTunes and all that stuff. Um, wherever you can download a podcast, we're all in those platforms. So I just want you guys to just follow us on every single platform on the social media pages uh simply because there's more than just a podcast within instagram especially and in youtube uh there's gonna be some cool things that's gonna be happening throughout the week the reason why is because the vision of discover is actually expanding um there's something that the lord's been putting in my heart to put uh within this podcast not just to do something like a bible study but even beyond that you know this is actually a, a podcast where we want to discover jesus every single day so more than just scriptures which i believe is super important so i'm not really you know putting anything less on what's going on right now no but honestly the vision of this podcast is to build your heart to actually attract your heart more into that place of intimacy with jesus so beyond just scripture reading beyond Beyond just finding Jesus within the scriptures, we're going to talk also um, about, you know, finding Jesus within our normal lives, within our work, you know, uh, within our relationships and all this stuff we'll talk about uh, with uh, we'll talk about all these things um, throughout the week. And especially on YouTube and Instagram, we will actually use these platforms to actually do just that. So please go ahead and follow us on Instagram, follow us on YouTube, and you'll see separate things for separate platforms. Also, we're actually planning on um, expanding not just weekly uploads, but also uh, maybe once or twice, um, maybe two or three times uh, a week, we're going to upload uh, episodes, not just the scripture readings, which I believe will be constantly every week, but also, like I said, you know, conversations, you know, about just Jesus, running through uh, our daily lives in communion and intimacy with Jesus, how that looks like daily so we can help every single person to be attracted to what Jesus is in our daily lives. Um, my biggest, biggest desire is to just bring people closer to him. And honestly, this is the main point of discover, not just within the scriptures. I believe it's super important to really discover Jesus in the scriptures and it brings life, like I said before, but also to find life himself. Without him, it's not life. So I believe that intimacy with Jesus also reflects with not just your scripture reading, but also hanging out with Jesus himself. And I want to answer the basic questions you know am i hearing god's voice how do i spend time with him in the secret place what does his presence feels like you know what if i don't feel anything you know things like that basic question that everyone has you know i'm gonna go through and we're gonna talk about this stuff and uh, so please stay tuned for more episodes from this podcast that will speak about these things how to get closer to jesus in every single way possible obviously in the scriptures but even more also within our daily lives in communion physically and spiritually with him so we can just continue living this life just jesus so guys before anything please go ahead and follow us on instagram and youtube and facebook and all that good stuff so we can actually equip you more into what following jesus what it looks like to spend time with jesus looks like every single day so hope that really um 
is intriguing you guys by any way, shape, or form, just so you guys can actually go do that because I, I am really um, I am really focused on doing just that, using this platform, using Discover as a way to get closer to Jesus as much as possible. So guys, stay tuned for all that stuff. It's going to be awesome. I have so many plans, so many things ready in preparation for all that stuff that I just mentioned. So guys, go ahead and follow us there. All right, let's go into uh, what we're, we're here for. Uh, let's go back into Romans. Um, if you guys haven't heard the first episode, uh, just to get the context, if you guys haven't listened to that episode, please do so just to get the context of what we're about to read right now, uh, just so we can actually get the actual, like, like I said before, everything connects. It's one big letter and I never read anything prior to what the last thing was read. And I always connect the dots in every single thing. So I would recommend you guys hear the first episode if you have not, uh, just so you can get the context of what this next episode is all about. So let's do this. So it's Romans 1, chapter 1, and we're going to start on verse 8. and says this, Let me say first that I thank my God through Jesus Christ for all of you, because your faith in him is being talked about all over the world. Uh, God knows how often I pray for you. Day and night I bring you and your needs in prayer to God whom I serve with all my heart by spreading the good news about his son. Man, this is so good already. Yeah. This is one of my favorite verses um, that really speaks out to me in the sense of faith. Uh, Paul says here to the Roman church um, that your faith is being talked all over the world. And he, I'm going to read the whole verse. Let me say first that I thank my God, that I thank God through Jesus Christ for all of you because... Because your faith in him is being talked about all over the world. Now, I said in the first episode, I believe, that when I mentioned the word faith or the gospel or the message, it's just a simple gospel. It's what we believe in. And when he says their faith, it's what they believe in. And obviously, when no one believed in Christ, there had to be a message. And now that we we believers now believe that message. What's that message? Jesus came for us. He died for us and he resurrected for us. And this is what he's talking about, that your faith in Christ, what you believed in, what I taught you one day when when you weren't believers, your faith is being talked about all over the world. Now, it's, just, it's not just a message. Now, this is the one thing I would always love to just point out to you is that the faith is not just a message. It's a lifestyle. If you believe in Christ, that means you're able to do many things with Christ. We don't just believe to go to heaven. We don't just believe to go somewhere one day. I don't just say a prayer and that's it. No, we believe that one, Jesus died for me. That cleanses me from my sins. He destroyed sin as he resurrected. Boom. Now I have access to his throne. I have access to God himself. This is what's completely explained in the first episode. So, but after this, this is where faith begins to manifest. James says, without works, faith is completely dead. In other words, your faith should look like something. And I love this verse here because it says their faith is being talked about all over the world. Rather, it's, ah, who knows, maybe it's signs and wonders. God is manifesting within a church. You know, like I, I can just possibly compare this to possible revivals that we've seen or heard about um, in the past century, you know, different revivals where we see people running to this place or coming from all over the country to visit a revival because the whole world is actually seeing that Jesus is doing something in this place. Why? Because they believe God is real, that God resurrected and he is saving so many people. I mean, this is what revival is all about. It's to be seen. 
This is what we should honestly run after, that our faith is actually being activated so strongly that things begin to happen, that we actually see things happen. I'm a believer. You know, Jesus said himself, these signs follow those who believe. What signs? To heal the sick, you know, cast out devils. All these things that he mentioned, these signs will follow those who believe. So what is this all about? This is all about believing the faith. Because your faith in him is being talked about all over the world. In other words, the world is actually seeing their faith at work. Can be many different reasons why. Can be manifestations of different types. But in the end, literally what's being said, your faith is actually so strong that the entire world is talking about you guys. Right? So now we go to verse uh, verse 9 and it says, God knows how often I pray. God knows how often I pray for you. Day and night I bring you and your needs in prayer to God whom I serve with all my heart by spreading the good news and uh, the good news about his son. This is the one thing that actually surprises me the most is that to God he prays. The one that he serves with all, all his heart. First of all, how does he do that? By spreading the good news. He serves God so well by spreading the good news. He loves him so much that in the end, this is how he shows his devotion to God. I spread the good news about his son. I love how he emphasizes the son right there. Jesus is manifested in this verse completely. The good news is about his son. We've talked about this. And like I said, we're just connecting chapter one, verses one through seven with the next verses. And it's continuously just speaking about how the son is the center of the good news. It's just Jesus. Now, he says, God knows how often I pray for you. He's talking about the Romans, those who just had the faith that was being talked about all over the world. Day and night, I bring you in your and your needs in prayer to God, whom I serve with all my heart by spreading Jesus. That's just the way I see it, just by spreading his son all over the world. One of these things I always pray for is the opportunity, God willing, to come at last to see you. For I long to see you so I can bring you some spiritual gift that will help you grow strong in the Lord. When I says when we get together, I want to encourage you with your faith. Again, there's the word faith, but I also want to be encouraged by yours. I want you to know, dear brothers and sisters, that I planned many times to visit you, but I was prevented until now. I want to work among you and see spiritual fruit, just as I have seen among other Gentiles. Man, this is so cool, man. I'm going to stop right here because I already saw something. Um, <laughs> now, like I said, we're talking about faith here. We're talking about how the faith actually does something within us. Now, this is amazing because he actually says this, that I want to know. I want you to know, dear brothers and sisters, that I planned many times to visit you, but I was prevented until now. But he says, I want to work among you and see spiritual fruit, just as I have seen among other details. Now, in the verse before, he says, when we get together, I want to encourage you in your faith. I want to encourage you in your faith, which is actually just unity with him, the gospel, the good news. I want to encourage what you believe in, in him. Honestly, it's just your relationship. I want to increase the reality of God within you because this is what the gospel is about. I want to encourage you in your faith, but I also want to be encouraged by yours. In other words, 
your reality of God encourages me so much. I want to go to Rome. I want to go see you guys. So my reality of God, the my reality of my faith, my reality of the gospel, Christ within me, because of what he's done, I want that to encourage you. And I want to see what God is doing within you so I can also be encouraged. Now he says, I want to go uh, to, um, this is verse, uh, let me see, verse 13. I want to work among you and see spiritual fruit, just as I have seen among the other Gentiles. Now, again, Paul just goes around the world and preaches the gospel. Again, one thing I can possibly say is that it was probably just wanting to um, share testimonies. Man, this is so good. I mean, just showing the reality of what Jesus has done. I'm, I have a friend, his name is Tony. And um, every single time we meet, I mean, it's just a blessing to be with him. Just because, man, every single time we speak, we just talk about what God is doing within our lives. And many times we see God's miraculous hand within our conversations, you know, what he has done. And every single time we leave the table or wherever, wherever we uh, meet up, we always feel so encouraged by each other's faith. But in reality, it's my reality of God within me. He's encouraged by it. And I'm also encouraged by his reality of God. You know, and it just, this is what it's all about. Now, he wants to go just to share what God has been doing in his life. Uh, this is Paul. And he wants to be encouraged by what he sees, what God is doing within their lives. And this is what, this is amazing because this is all about communion with one another. And this is pure Jesus, you know. And in the end, he is the center of what is going on here. We speak about him. We talk about him and what he's been doing within our lives. And it changes us. We leave so much more empowered. I'm pretty sure many of you guys have had this experience where, you know, you've been talking to someone and your faith increases just by listening to them speak because you can see God working within them and you know that God is just ready to do something in your life because you just saw this happen. You know, it just encourages your faith. It lifts it up. Like I said, it's the reality of God. You know, many times we believe faith is uh, probably, you know, just having faith in something or, you know, believing in something we don't see, which is honestly true. But in the end, still, it's just him. We believe. It's what we believe. And it's just him. He is our faith. He is the author. And he's the finisher of our faith. Man, this is, this is all, it's all him. Okay, so let's continue. This is verse 14. For I have a great sense of obligation to people in both the civilized world and the rest of the world. Now, he just mentioned this because he just mentioned the word Gentiles. Um, for I have a great sense of obligation of uh, to people in both the civilized world and the rest of the world, to the educated and uneducated alike. So I am eager to come to you in Rome to preach the good news. There it is. That's the answer. That's what I just mentioned. Like I said, he wants to be encouraged by their faith, and I want to work amongst you so I can encourage you also in your faith so you can bear fruit. But how does he do that? By preaching the good news. Now, this is interesting because I'm pretty sure he's already done this. He's already... He's already you know, I'm pretty sure he's already gone to Rome and he has already preached the good news to them. I mean, if he started this church in Rome, if he's been there before, I'm pretty sure he's already preached the good news. Now he's going, he wants to go there again to preach it again. Again, this is the good news is not just Jesus died for you. That's it. Say the prayer and that's it. No, literally, it's the reality of God. This is the good news. It's the reality of God within us. Like I said this before in the last episode, it's literally what he's done. I'm able to be in front of God every single day. I'm able to be in his presence every single day just because of what he has done. So it's not just a message. It's not just a story. It's more than that. It's literally life. It's a new life. It's good news because now I can live with God himself. 
This is what he's saying that this entire chapter, and it's still continuously just from the last episode, the good news is literally the reality of God within us, living a life, unity with God, communion with God. But the good news is that we didn't have to do anything for this. He paid the price for this. Jesus died. Jesus resurrected. And now he is sitting at the table inviting us in, literally just because of what he has done. The scars in his hands, the scars in his feet have a message. Come to me. It's all it's saying. I did everything so you can be at my table tonight. This is what Jesus is all about. And his presence is so accessible. And in the end, in his presence, we get to speak about him. I love this because even with people, we can be in his presence. We can speak about it. I love what he says. When uh, two or more are gathered in my name, I will be there. And even in the midst. In other words, like I said, like he's trying to be there because he wants to be encouraged by their faith. And he wants to encourage them with their faith. But now in the end, because this is all connecting. Like I'm connecting the dots completely. In verse... Um, Verse 9, he mentions that the good news is about his son. He says that word clearly. Now, we're putting the son in every single verse. Man, this is so fun. Every single verse that we just read now, it's going to end amazing. I'm, I know where I'm going to end it from here, but this is where it's going. I'm here to preach the news. I'm going to read 15 again. I'm going to connect the dots. So I'm eager to come to you in Rome too to preach the good news. It says before, I want to work amongst you to bear spiritual fruit within you. Um, in other words, I'm here to preach the good news, to bear fruit, so I can see more spiritual fruit. Now it's saying, when we get together, I want to be encouraged within your faith, within the good news that I've seen and that I've sown within you, and I want to be also encouraged by yours. In other words, I want to be, when, I, when we, and, and it says in 12, when we get together, I want to encourage you with the same good news, in your faith, what you already believe in, which is the same good news, is about his son. I want to encourage you with the reality of the gospel. And now, but I also want to be encouraged by yours, by your reality of the gospel, which is what the good news is about his son, the reality of Jesus in our lives. This is <laughs> the message. This is the good news. This is what Romans is literally just opening up with. And I love that this is just a greeting. We haven't gone into the depths of Romans. This is just the beginning. And this is a, this is all about. Now, I'm going to go to verse 16 because this is going to get intense. Uh, For I am not ashamed of this good news about, there it is again, Christ. Love it. It is the power of God at work. Man, I've, I've read this in Galatians also. No, also in 1 Corinthians, saying that this that this message about the cross that is foolish to others, it's the power and the wisdom of God himself. Now, I love that it just said, uh, state, stated this again. He mentioned this exact same thing. It is the power of God at work. Many times we fail. Oh, this is getting it super good. We fail to actually see God move amongst our lives within signs and wonders because we fail to believe. Because sometimes we try to believe in miracles, but he all he's saying, don't believe in miracles. Believe in the Son. We try to run after manifestations. We believe in manifestations, but no, he's asking us to, to literally just believe in the sun. Sometimes we don't, so, sometimes we don't see things because our faith is not him. He is the faith. It's him. He should be the faith. In him, all things consist. In other words, if I seek him, I promise you, you will see signs and wonders. Those who believe. I love what Jesus said in John. He says, blessed are those who do not see and yet they believe. 
You know, it's it's amazing how in the end, it's all about this. It's all about Jesus. Yeah, I'm not seeing miracles, but I believe in him. I promise you, if you keep your consistency in just believing what he's done, I promise you something. It's the reality of God that's going to increase in your life. And I promise you, the more of God is in your life, I promise you, the kingdom is going to come. There is no king without his kingdom. In other words, there's no kingdom without a king. He says, seek first the kingdom of God and its righteousness and all these things will be given unto you. So honestly, believing in the good news, which is, is just about his son, it changes everything, completely everything. And I believe that in these days, it's so important. This is why I'm making this podcast, exalting Jesus as much as I can, that you begin to see Jesus everywhere that you go. Because in your life, he needs he needs people that just are Christ-centered, that they, that he literally is the only thing in their lives. Now, I, I go more deeper into intimately seeing him everywhere and seeing intimacy and all this stuff. But right now, I do believe that the Lord is actually doing something so strong uh, within his church. You know, I, I really believe that just knowing him, that's everything. Spending time with him, that's everything. Exalting him, seeing him everywhere. Believing what he's done. The reality of God within my life is based on my belief in the simple gospel. What is that? Like I said again, he died for me and he resurrected for me. Now he lives inside of me because of that reality. I'm able to be in front of God. I'm able to be in his presence simply because of what he has done. This is the good news. This is what he's done. This is what he's paid for. Many times we try to do so many things to accomplish many, but in the end, it's all about just believing what he's already accomplished. And if our faith is based on this, we'll see so much more within the church. Romans, they were so well known for their faith, not for their miracles, not for their signs and wonders, for their faith. The world knew that just because they believed in the one that resurrected, they were able to display resurrection itself by just believing in jesus we believe in jesus yeah i know we do many of us obviously believe in jesus but how many of it is an actual reality one thing's to just say i believe but one thing's actually to live that's why james said it, like i said before faith without works is dead in other words you're supposed to see it you're supposed to live your faith he is the author and oh man, oh man so cool and this is i just love this i i love the reality of this i mean this it should do something the reality in me that he lives within me because of what he's done and sometimes we just simply forget what he's done and sometimes we run after something based off on who we are and that's where our faith begins to fall but this is why he is the author and the finisher it has to finish it has to start with him and he has to finish with him it's just Jesus, man. I think I went a little spiritual tangent there, but uh, man, I, I just, I'm just going what my heart is speaking right now. But anyway, let's continue. Uh, verse 16, for I am not ashamed of this good news about Christ. It is the power of God at work, saving everyone. There it is. Who believes, man, this is, this is the scriptures, man. This is it. That's all it's saying. I mean, I'm not making this stuff up. I mean, this is where everything comes from for me. I've read this book uh, so many times and yet this, this is where, this is where my this is where you hear my language. It comes from the scriptures itself. It's just those who believe this good news this good news. Um, it is the power, the good news. I'm gonna read this one more time. I'm gonna read the whole thing again. For I am not ashamed of this good news about Christ. Again, about his son. I am not ashamed of this good news about Christ. It is the power of God at work, saving everyone who believes. The Jews first and also the Gentiles. 
this good news tells us how God makes us right in his sight. Now, this is the key right here. This is the one key. Now, this gets more in depth with chapter three and four, especially chapter five. Man, that's my favorite chapter of, of, of Romans. Um, but it, it's basically this, this sentence right here. This good news tells us how God makes us right in his sight. I'm going to explain that a little deeper. How does that work? How am I right with God in his sight? I'm going to be with you. We were not supposed to be in front of God. We're not supposed to, we were not supposed to have the access of God at all before the new covenant, before Jesus. But this is what he's done. We were all sinners. We were filthy in his eyes, like it says in the book of Isaiah. Like we were all, we were all sinners. We were not able, we were not worthy to be in front of God. We're not worthy to be called children of God until what he has done. This good news declares everyone who believes what Jesus has done for us, it makes us right with God. What does that mean? The word righteous. I mean, I see it this way. For example, being righteous has everything to do with being in front of God. Having the right to be with someone. In other words, I have the right to be in front of God. He considers me righteous to be approachable. So this is why I am righteous in his eyes. I am worthy to be in front of him, in his presence, in front of that throne room, simply because of what Jesus has done. This is what it is all about. But in the end, how did this happen? Am I right with my own works? Of course not. It's about what we believe. The good news is literally, this is why it's good news. I mean, Jesus has opened the heavens just so we can be in front of him. This is good news. Like I said before, the good news is that I'm able to be in front of Jesus. I'm able to be in his presence. I'm able to be in front of the Father because of what the Son has done. This is good news. I mean, this is what the book of Romans is all about. So I'm going to continue the book. I mean, I don't, I don't know what else to go. Um, okay, I'm going to just read that verse again because it's just pretty powerful. For I am not ashamed of this good news about Christ. It is the power of God at work, saving everyone who believes, the Jew first and also the Gentile. This good news tells us how God makes us right in his sight. This is accomplished from start to finish by faith. As the scriptures say, it is through faith that a righteous person has life. Literally just restating every single thing that I just said. Why? Because of what he has done. This is all about believing. I'm going to end it right here because I know I just felt that, you know, it has to end right here. Man, this is this is awesome. I mean, this is the good news. This is the good news. Nothing else takes that place and it shouldn't and yet i feel like sometimes we still fail to rely on what he has done man i i feel like jesus is wanting to refine the faith again i remember hearing this uh this or i remember reading this quote on facebook i forget who it was I, some pastor i forget who it was but he literally said it literally said this it said we need to remember the gospel every single day because we forget it every single day. And that's honestly the truth. I mean, I remember before, you know, getting into the depths of Romans and getting to the depths of sonship and identity and things like this and being saved by uh, by grace, but through faith, you know, obviously. Um, we forget why. 
And if we forget the basic reality of what God has done for us, then the reality of God begins to diminish within our lives. In other words, if I fail to remember what Jesus has done on that cross, I will start to see the less of him within my actions, which honestly is just him. And that's when we begin to do stuff for him instead of with him. When we fail to see what he has done, when we fail to see his open invitation to us, when we fail to see literally our sins on that cross so we can just stand in front of him, so we can have communion, so we can ascend, so we can descend within us, then we fail to see what Jesus has done. Then we fail to see Jesus in our lives because this is how this is the only way God could be in our lives. This is the only way God will see us righteous to be to be right with God. In other words, I walk righteously. I walk literally connected to heaven every single second, not because of what I've done, not because of how many times I've read the scripture or fast or pray. No, simply because I believe what he has done. And I promise you, this will actually get you closer into a deeper desire for Jesus. I don't pray because I want to earn something. I pray because I see what he's done. I fast because I'm so in love with him that I want to. I want more of what he's given me. I want that faith to increase. I want more of the reality. I stop sinning because, man, I don't have to sin anymore. I mean, this is this is the gospel. My sins were were literally cursed on that tree. They were on his body, and he cursed it when he was hanging on that tree for me, for you. This is Jesus. This is the good news. Most of all, it's his presence. I mean, the good news without this presence is not good news at all. The good news without the reality of God within our lives is not good news. It's not for us to go to heaven one day. It's to literally live in heaven every single day. And it is in heaven without Jesus. So I just want to end here with a prayer to remind us. I'm going to read the scripture one more time, and we're going to get into this prayer. But um, honestly, man, this is this is amazing. Um, I love reading Romans simply because it just activates my faith again. It really just it realigns my heart, realigns my faith, honestly, where it should be. Just in Him, just Jesus, nothing else. Um, I'm going to read it. I'm going to read the scripture right now. Again, verse 8 says, Let me say first that I thank my God through Jesus Christ for all of you, because your faith in him is being talked about all over the world. God knows how often I pray for you day and night. I bring you and your needs in prayer to God, whom I serve with all my heart by spreading the good news about his son. One of the things I always pray for is the opportunity, God willing, to come at last to see you. For I long to visit you so I can bring you some spiritual gift that will help you grow strong in the Lord. When we get together, I want to encourage you in your faith, but I also want to be encouraged by yours. I want you to know, dear brothers and sisters, that I planned many times to visit you, but I was prevented until now. I want to work among you and see spiritual fruit just as I have seen among other Gentiles. For I have a great sense of obligation to the people in both the civilized world and in the rest of the world, to the educated and uneducated alike. So I am eager to come, so I am eager to come to you in Rome 
too, to preach the good news. For I am not ashamed of this good news about Christ. It is the power of God at work, saving everyone who believes, the Jew first and also the Gentile. This good news tells us how God makes us right in his sight. This is accomplished from start to finish by faith. As the scriptures say, it is through faith that a righteous person has life. Life is himself. This is the only way we can have Jesus amongst us. This is the only way we can have Jesus in our lives. It's by faith. Believe what he's done. He says he'll never leave us. And this is the proof. The proof is in his hands and his feet. Those scars tell me that he will never leave me. They tell me that he is always with me because of what he's done, not what I do or what I failed to do, simply because of what he has done. So, Father, I thank you for the good news. I thank you, Lord, for your son. I thank you for sending him here so we can be one with you. I thank you, Lord, because you are manifesting yourself in a deeper level to your people. That you're growing faith amongst many that will actually be seen around the world. Lord, right now in these times, we need a faith that is, we need a faith that could be seen. Not just to proclaim what I believe, but to show the world that God exists in a supernatural way. Father, I pray that right now, that our faith is completely increased, that we believe simply the reality of Jesus in our lives. Lord, manifest yourself in our lives. Not just by signs and wonders, which I believe it's awesome. Not just by miracles, Lord. I, I, I love them all, but Lord, but just by the reality of you, most of all. Without you, there is no miracles. Without you, there is no signs and wonders. So, Lord, I thank you because it's your reality that you're asking for in these days. A true encounter with the king within this world is what you're asking from us. You're asking that the reality of God encounters those who don't know. So, Father, I thank you for you've given us the privilege to preach to those, the civilized and the uncivilized, the educated and the uneducated, the believers and the unbelievers. And just like your word says that they can all literally, so they can all believe and obey. Lord, I pray that this is the reality of today. For every single person who is listening, every person that is just wanting more of you, God, I pray for a deep revelation of Jesus. Father, I thank you for your son. I thank you, Jesus, for your presence and your reality. Because you love us so much, Lord, that you just wanted to be with us all this time. This is why you died for us. So let us be one with this reality, God. Every single day, every single day we seek you, we start with this. Thank you for the good news. Thank you for the gospel. Thank you for the cross. Thank you for what you've done for us. We love you. We praise you in Jesus' name. Amen.
So guys, yeah, thank you so much for joining us. I thank you so much for everyone who is here listening. I pray that the Lord speaks more and more deeply to your heart every single day uh, as it passes before our next episode. Like I said, we're going to upload more episodes on just the simple reality of God within our lives. You know, I'm taking this this teaching today very, like, very personal to my heart where I can express my reality of God to you. And hopefully I'm going to actually bring people in so they can express the reality of God um, simply because of the fact that we believe. I mean, I have so many people in my heart to um, and in line just to uh, to ask to come and join us uh, on the Discover podcast. So, guys, again, follow us on Instagram, follow us on Facebook, on YouTube, uh, and please download and review the podcast as much as you can. Just so many people can actually get more involved with Discover and actually, you know, come across this message. So. Guys, thank you so much for those who've been sharing. I'm just really surprised, you know, how many people have supported already just with one episode, um, Discover Podcast. So, guys, thank you so much for everyone who is joining. And I just can't wait to see you guys on the next episode. So, guys, thank you so much. Take care. Love you guys. Bye-bye.